All right. <laughs> uh, I, I, I got to apologize. Um, uh, it's my daughter's birthday, my younger daughter's birthday. Oh. And I am a few Trejos in. Are you? What, yeah. Danny Trejos? That's right. He's got his own beer, baby. Oh, wait, for real? <laughs> hey. All right. I'll, I'll drink to that. Here, cheers. <laughs> Welcome to Our Funk Creatives. We're your host, Abe Oddish. And Dave Chung. This is a podcast by two best friends who have worked in and out of the animation industry for over 20 plus years. In this podcast, we talk about all things creative and all things that put us in the funk. Whether they make us laugh or make us cry. Usually it's the latter. <laughs> Cheers, my friend. I'm uh, I'm already. Well, I guess I got to catch up to you because this is. Only my first whiskey. These are good too. Like, you know, I I bought it because of his mug. His yeah. his face is on there, and so I'm like, ah, oh, you got you got to get a a Danny Trejo, uh, whatever it is, right? <laughs> now, now I was gonna say, do you know that dude has like, you know, he's got his own taco place. Apparently, he has like donut a donut place too. Why not? <laughs> and now he's got beer, which. You would think he went with the beer first. You would think so with with Danny Trejo. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah. I would assume he would have gone with beer first. But what was first? His taco joint. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, that's I smart know. though. You know. Sure. Why not? I mean, you you have like all these rappers out there doing all that shit all the time now. Like they don't just rappers don't just blow all their money once they become famous. They're they're like investing. They're investing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty incredible. I think it's smart. Yeah. They're they're spreading their money. They are spreading it all over the place, not just at the strip joint either. Wow. Yeah. That's um, that's quite a bold statement to make, my friend. But I think I think you're gonna have some rappers coming at us now. I hope so. What? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anyways, uh, that's, that's cool. So how how old is is, yeah. is your youngest daughter now? It was her birthday today. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me about the beer. Um, uh, she's 14. Wow. Yeah. So, so uh, the second year into the teens. Yep. Eey. Yep. 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 So, uh, yeah, we had a good day. We were barbecuing. And like I said, I, I saw these Trejos and I'm like, oh, I'll try it, you know, for the novelty. But they're actually pretty are good. They? So what kind of beer yeah. are they? Do you know? It's just a Mexican lager. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's got it like it's. It's like, I would say, honestly, I couldn't give you a real good assessment. Like I said, I'm a few in, so, <laughs> well, I'm, but they're easy to drink. <laughs> well, I'm going to fucking catch up way. to you. Uh, you know how we've been saying we should do an, a drunk episode? Maybe, maybe today will be a good drunk episode because I need a few <laughs> to kind of take the edge off of me right now. Or, or it'll be a bad episode. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. We haven't done an episode in how many two weeks? weeks? I think two or three weeks yeah. yeah it's uh i guess apologies are in order but at the same time I... it's been a stressful fucking two three weeks what, what can we say we're busy guys it, you know well i've got an we've got an empire to run we do we we have a taco joint to eat at <laughs> <laughs> i wish i wish we have, we have beer to consume you think about that though how rad would that be if we had a taco donut and beer place that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> I, I would. That's all we would need. You know how 
Rick Ross has uh, a franchise of um, Wingstop. Oh. Oh. And I think he got um I think he got banned from one of his own franchises because he just would eat all those wings. <laughs> hey. That's what I would do. I mean, if I not, if I right? owned a fucking wing stop, I would be there all the time. Right? Yeah. I man. Well, anywho. <laughs> anywho, yeah. It so apologies are in order. We we have missed a few records because we just couldn't get our shit together. It's it, like I said earlier, it has been a very stressful few weeks. Well, yeah, it has. <laughs> oh, oh, god damn! So, <laughs> Sorry, Trejo's coming back up. There's <laughs> a little Trejo, a little burger, <laughs> a little cake. Well, you know, I, I we we celebrated um, my wife's birthday this weekend too. You, That's right. Yeah, so it was it was a birthday week for everybody. Uh, Mar- March is a very busy month. It is, at least on the art fuck creatives front. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's a, that's good clarification. Yeah. There. But here, let, let me can we can we give a little recap on what the hell even happened with us this past few weeks of why we've been slacking on the podcast? No. I, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess a, an explanation has uh, is in order. So, Abe. Yeah. You recently quit your old job and started a new job. That's a correct statement. Yes. <laughs> I, I guess a little disclaimer, <laughs> we probably can't disclose too much information about what what or where you are. Is that right? Or uh it's been announced, yeah. but you know, for now we'll we'll just hold off. Um I'm sure it'll come out eventually. Um but yeah, I mean that's kind of been, you know, besides both of us being busy, I've uh I've had us I don't want to say a side project because I've I've been dealing with it. You know, it started off as a side project and there were some uh, deals and signatures that were made a while ago. And if this thing worked out, I was going to move over to it and uh, it worked out. And so I left my old job um, and I'm now at this new job. And within the last two weeks, that's what's been happening, the transition. So, you know, a lot of it's just time. Yeah. But Things are starting to settle in, which is nice. And uh, again, these past two weeks, because the weekend previously was my other daughter's birthday. That's right. The big one eight. The big one eight. Adulthood. Yes. So it's just been kind of this uh, two week whirlwind for me. Yeah. But, you know, you have things, too. Yeah. It wasn't just a one sided affair. No, no, it was not. Wait, go. So going back to your your oldest daughter having her 18th birthday. Did you get? Did you guys do anything fun? Did you buy her a pack of cigarettes or anything? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, we don't do cigarettes. We do um Swisher sweets. That's fine. It's it's a it's a good you gateway yeah. uh smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's her 18th, and uh, the big thing we did for her was get her a laptop. Uh, you know, for school and for all that good stuff. Since you had kind of a smaller one that she borrowed from school. So she's got her own laptop and we got her really cool ass cake. It looked like a a ramen bowl. I saw that you posted yeah. that or at least Jack posted that on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you know, we just uh, she wanted ramen for dinner. So we did that <laughs> just kind of celebrated for uh, 
for ourselves. So, no, well, that's cool. How 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 does that work out though? Is she she's still she pretty cool about it? I mean, it's a big it's a big birthday, and you know, unfortunately, there's a pandemic. So, I mean, how did she handle that? Yeah, she was fine. I think she was yeah. good. At least on the outside, she seemed okay. Okay, <laughs> but you know, she's happy <laughs> with the with the with the laptop, and yeah, I don't know. Both of them seem happy. Well, good. Yeah. Man, how's the transition of work, though, Ben? I mean, I think about this all the time. Every time I have to start a new job, it's the worst. It's you go through the season, especially for us, like in animation right now or entertainment. Every time a show gets canceled or you move on to a different show, you have to start from the beginning again. And it is the worst year for that because you just have to work your fucking ass off. Well, I mean, first of all, it's I won't speak for most, but, you know, a lot of the creatives we know that deal with music, entertainment, you know, that type of shit is always it's a gig based, right? Yeah, it's a gig based industry and and pretty much you're working for your next gig. Um, But, you know, you and I during this transition, we're talking about it and just and it wasn't even like a podcasting. It's just you and I shoot the shit when we can and and talk about like, oh shit, you know, and starting. And I think that's the two scariest times, right? Is Mm -hmm. starting a new job and ending a new job because of the unknown, right? So, (sighs) (laughs) Trejo. I can can smell that from over here. You probably could. Um, But it's crazy. It's, you know, I I don't know. The last few jobs I have have been kind of not that long just because of the opportunities I've been trying to, to go for. Yeah. And certain things coming up. But it's never easy. You know, it's always. Well, you have to put so much into it because. Well, well it's like, what do we discuss first? Like ending a job or starting? You know. Well, I think so. That's That's a pretty good topic for today's episode is ending and starting a new job especially in the creative field it's right it's never easy because it's filled with so much stress on both sides the right. stress of ending a job and then the stress of starting a new job with brand new people and learning everything all over again well, and then you got to figure too, because you and I have both been in that position where when you start, you know, I've been lucky enough to roll recently within the few, the past few years, I've been able to roll into jobs from one job to another, from one yeah. job to another. But there have been times when there's been a hiatus or there's been a, a break, you know, mm-hmm. and there's that unknown or that uncertainty, and then you start a new job. And I think that's kind of two different things, you know, because... If you haven't had a job for a while and you start a job, that's scary as shit, right? Right. I mean, that could even be scarier than rolling over into a new job. That's right. So what do we cover first, man? Ending a job? Well, Starting a job? Let's start with ending a job first. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I won't get too far into it, but uh, part of the stress that I've been under too is that I was potentially under the stress of ending a job recently. Right. At my position here at DreamWorks, the show that I'm on now, it doesn't look like they're going to be able to pick up another season soon enough. So I had to go out and search for a new job. 
Right. I got an offer from a different studio. It was a sweet position and way more. A really money. sweet position, huh? Very, very sweet position. It was almost too good to pass up. I got that offer and they offered me way more money. And I was like, fuck, yeah, let's let's go. I'm gonna fucking go go right now. So I put in uh my my notice that I was leaving DreamWorks, and then they put the clamp down on me. Uh, they, yeah, they set out some bear traps. Um, <laughs> they were like, you can't fucking leave us. <laughs> basically pushed you in a corner and set up bear traps and said, go ahead. Yeah. Try and uh, get out of here. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a sweet offer. And so I put in my notice. I said, hey, I got to go. Uh, I got an, another offer and my position here is ending soon anyways. I gots to go. I gots to go. You got to let me go. And they said no. <laughs> no uh which you know it, it it it's not as bad like this is this was a very good position to be in two studios wanted me at, at the end of the day dreamworks won they they made me offers that i didn't they, know were possible they made me enough i couldn't refuse <laughs> they right did. they did yeah and yeah. uh you know it, so it was a very tough time because I had to make a difficult choice between but, staying but, or going. But in the end, who won? Me? Yeah, of course you. <laughs> you got more money, right? I did. I did. Yeah, they got me more money. I mean, the money's great, but like, it, what? That wasn't the end all, be all thing. You know, that wasn't the main deciding factor. I mean, it was a big deciding factor, <laughs> but it wasn't the only thing. So. But that was that was a that was a tough decision for me. I've never and for me, I've never been in this position before of being able to have the upper hand in negotiating a position. Before, I've been in a studio where my the show I was on was ending and you know, the execs <laughs> they would be all like, "Dave, you're going to a different studio. What can we do to get you to stay?" And all I would say is just just give me a job. And they were and like, said, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> what? <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we, we can't do that, though. I mean, uh, what is this, a charity? But we want <laughs> you to stay. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I never felt like I've I've been valued anywhere. And it's always been somewhere where, you know, but that's the nature of the job. Once once you right. are done, you, you got to move on and find the next gig. And that's stressful as shit. Yeah. Because then you got to put your portfolio together again. You got to update your resume. And as you guys remember from the previous episodes, uh, I recently had to update my IMDB page. (laughs) Try to get that shit all in order. Just so I could try to find the new job. But yeah. Yeah. But again, it's it's not a bad. I mean, this is what. I always say, if you ever get to that point where you're turning down work, yeah, that's a good position to be in. And no, now, right. you know, you have studios fighting over you, yeah, and you know, offering you things to make you stay, you know, and it's like dirty things, dirty things, <laughs> you know. Um, I saw the contract that you signed. Uh, it was really weird. It was on 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 some kind of dried skin, yeah, and uh, signed in blood. Yeah, but you hey. should have seen that fountain pen, though, man. Yeah. It- <laughs> hey, you know that's, you know, it it was what it was. Um, it was what it was. Yeah, 
nothing writes better than a hollowed out bone. That's right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Hey, Abe, what's up? This podcasting is so hard. What are you talking about, dude? It's the easiest thing, especially with Buzzsprout. They do everything for us. The- they have? Yeah. What have you been doing? Uh, just talking. No, man. Buzzsprout. They make it so easy. All you, all we really needed was some gear that we already had and a nice quiet space, like this little closet of mine that keeps running out of oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> what? How are they making it easy? Well, look. Buzzsprout has gotten our show listed in every single major platform, such as Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, the other ones. Whoa. We're on all those? We're on every single one, baby. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I'm sure it's super expensive, right? We must be putting millions of dollars into this. Nah, not that much, son. First of all, we already got like a $20 Amazon gift card when we signed up. And our listeners, if they follow our show notes, they'll also get a $20 Amazon gift card with a signed paid plan. The paid plans don't cost that much and they range from different categories. You can have like one for as low as how much? I don't know. I should know these things. <laughs> uh, but then, I mean, we still have to set up a website and uh, those audio players. And I don't know. How do we know people are listening? Dude, they make it so easy for you. Buzzsprout gives you a great looking podcast website and audio players that you can drop into any other website if you wanted to. On top of that, they give you full detailed analytics to see how people are listening. Whoa. So you know exactly how many people are listening and where they're listening from. You mean all those stats and stuff? Yeah. Stats and graphs and pie charts. I do too. Pie charts. Pie charts. Awesome. Well, this sounds like it's pretty simple to use. How come you've never told me about this? I've been, I tell you every time at the end of every record, I tell you about it. We use Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is the number one leading podcast platform to use. Oh, well, I'm sure there's only like three people on it, right? There's like thousands and thousands and thousands of podcasters already using Buzzsprout. It's the best way to get your message out to the world. Okay. Well, why don't we start using them? Fuck, we are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, cool. Well, what if our listeners wanted to use it? How could they get in touch with Buzzsprout and earn this magical Amazon $20 gift card? Well, all they got to do is just follow the link in our show notes. And with a sign up of a paid plan, they'll get their $20 Amazon gift card. They could probably use it to buy a new microphone, a a dead cat for their microphone, a microphone stand. (laughs) What? (laughs) dead cat yeah this is that fuzzy thing that you put over your mic oh i'm sold sign me up you're already signed up man i i keep telling you we're doing this together we should sign up for buzzsprout okay we should (laughs) (laughs) you'll get on that (laughs) yeah i'll 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 get us on that don't worry all right (laughs) thanks dave you can you can you can rely on me so yeah, so that you know that was your your ending thing, and again that was like in the last two weeks too, right? Yeah, so all this shit kind of happened all at once. I was about to leave a job, you left a job and started a new position. Yeah, but here, here, let's let's get into it though. Like, so when you end a job, mm-hmm. there are two different scenarios that could happen, maybe three. One is that your gig based position is ending, and yeah. they're laying off everybody on the show. Right. Two, you are getting fired for whatever reason, probably putting too many dick drawings into the children's programming that you're on. 
never had that problem nope (laughs) me neither (laughs) it's just to put it out there let let me say let me say it again i've never had that problem yeah i've me either i'm i'm saying that as well i've never had that problem stop winking at me i'm (laughs) 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 i can't there's just something in my eye oh Um, okay and then or three you get offered a different position at a different place and you want to jump ship yeah well i mean it's not always about jumping ship it's you know a lot of times it's about uh either getting um a project or production that you're super into, mm-hmm. right? That you mm-hmm. really want to be a part of, or it's about elevating your position. Right. That's at least usually my, uh, for me, it's the latter. It's been the latter about yeah. elevating position, but that's usually what one of the two reasons is when, when, as you put it, jumping ship. Okay. Until I, we can think of a, a better analogy. I don't like using that term. Um, sure. Okay. Um, I prefer opening the doors of opportunity. Burning uh, bridges. Uh, that's just me. I'm a half full kind of guy. Half, half, what? I didn't say anything. I'm, I'm <laughs> <Half>. ready. <laughs> <laughs> These trails are kicking in, baby. Um, yeah, I get it. Half you're, glass you're a half full, full guy. guy. Yeah. Half, no. <laughs> half glass full of guy. Half. You're full of, you're full of half guys that now <laughs> <laughs> got I'm it. the optimist you're the optimist right yes. you're you're the pessimist I I would I would say different but that's <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough but anyways going back to leaving a job it, it is stressful because yeah there is a lot of uncertainty that comes with that and yeah. it's it's a different kind of uncertainty. Uh, this is all obvious points, I feel like, but it, it's a different kind of uncertainty than starting a new position, because the uncertainty of losing a posi- a job is how am I going to continue living? How am I going to pay my bills? If you have a family, how am I going to feed my family? Well, you're saying you're 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 saying along the lines of if you don't have something lined up right away. If you don't have something right. lined up right away, yeah. And so those are the stresses that come with it. And then on top of that, especially for us creatives, now we got to update the portfolio. And I... I can't speak for everybody, but myself anyways, I I don't like to schmooze. I don't like the whole networking game. It feels sleazy. I hate it. I don't like doing it. But you know you have to do that every once in a while for like the people that have positions that can potentially offer you a job. You're like, hey, man, I haven't talked to you in like seven years. And (laughs) how's the family, by the way? Well, it's, it's, it's part of the game. Yeah. Um. I don't, I understand it more now and I still feel that way. But, you know, for me, it's like a two way street because I have people hitting me up. Hey, man, how's it been? How you doing? Hey, I'm starting to look and I'm like, okay. And because I've been in that situation where I like, I'm the guy that's done that. I am less inclined to think, you know, that way about the people asking me, you know, because I'm like, I get it. You know, it depends on the person. Oh, no, <laughs> you took it there, huh? But, but I, thought, I thought we were just going to kind of glide over this, but you know, no, I'm not going to glide over this because this is good shit. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that's true. I mean, like 
there are definitely people who I've worked with in the past that I'm like, I will work with you all the time, every time. Anytime I get a chance, I'm going to want to work with you. So yeah, if if even if I haven't heard from those people in, and I get hit up too. So like, even if I haven't heard from those people in a few years and then they suddenly need work and they hit me up, I know the game too. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. man, of course. Like, let's, let's see what we can figure out. Or if I yeah. don't have anything that I can offer you now, I might know someone who can offer you someone something. Yeah, you actually kind of go out of your way to help them. Yeah, because yeah. you like those people and you know they have a good reputation. Mm-hmm. Now, if you fucked me before and you hit me up, yeah, I'm gonna ignore ignore your message. <laughs> I, do you ignore the messages? Usually, I'm like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" Yeah, no worries. I'll check in. No, I I, I respond. I respond. Uh, but then I, I I just don't put in the effort of helping them out. Wow. Remember that time that you asked me for work? And yeah, I, that's exactly what I'm remembering. Okay. So it's just you still haven't paid me back for those <laughs> beers. And it's been like five years. I got to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I, I, I get it, man. Like it's, you know. But it is part of the game, and it's like I understand it more, so I think I'm yeah. I'm not as cold <laughs> as um, some people on this podcast are. Fuck so, you! I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> I just have more of an understanding. Again, you know, hey, we've got different views. I say optimist, you say pessimist. I mean, no, I know. say half full. <laughs> you say optimist, I say um, half full. But let me tell you, so talking about the other part now about when you've actually, you're coming out of a job, yeah, right? Like for me, I'm, I was coming out of a job, but I'm rolling into the next job. That's right. I think the hardest thing to do, and I've, I've done this a few times and it's just, it's so hard is within that last two weeks is getting that senioritis. <laughs> I hate that. Uh... You know, cause you're, uh, you're already one foot out the door. <laughs> You're kind of secure and then you're trying to be invested. But at the same time, you're like, "Ah, I'm already done. (laughs) But you don't want to leave on that note, you know. Right. And then sometimes it's like, you know, I've had times where I've overcompensated. Right. You know, oh, I'm going to do everything. And then you're like, wait a minute. What am I doing? You know, Um, (laughs) can I can I can I interrupt you for a second so like go i prefer if you didn't but um can i can i just um rudely uh stop you from talking and let me talk please uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah go ahead no uh just <laughs> going off of what you were saying about the senioritis shit it is so clear in my mind right now because that's the exact same shit that just happened to me two weeks ago where i was already mentally checked out because i'm like i got the sweet offer i'm gonna go to this fucking place I'm done. And I currently I'm, I'm in the position where like um I, I have to yay or nay certain things to be done on a production mm-hmm. um, because if it creates unreasonable amounts of work for my design team, it's just I, like I have to say no, I have to put my foot down. Um, but currently I don't have any more designers because they all got laid off. Mm-hmm. So I was under the mindset of I'm leaving this fucking production anyways. So I just started saying, yeah, sure. We'll do it. It's no, it's no big deal. We'll, we'll fucking do that. And so I started racking up a tab of just <laughs> shit to fucking do. And 
and it would all just fall on me but honestly like if i was leaving it would fall on the whoever else fucking came in and took my place but oh and who's that guy dave yeah no it's me now because (laughs) (laughs) well i was getting mad senioritis i was just like oh fuck it yeah it's fine and then i just i kind of stopped doing like i i just half-assed everything for the past week and really just thinking that i'm just leaving yeah i'm like i'll do it later and then here i am here you are later came still stuck at the same uh, job and now i have to uh work my ass off not, t- now you got to pay that tab right i do I have to pay the tab oh um, sucks <laughs> so well with me it was kind of like uh as much as you know sometimes you look forward to that senioritis yeah um i, di- I didn't actually have that much of a senioritis because the transition was that I was already working the other job and working my full-time job, you know, that I left at the yeah. same time. You were so, working two full-time jobs anyway. Full-time jobs. So there was never like a yeah. a really big lull where I was like, you know, oh, well, this week I don't have nothing. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, now that with the new job, it's been... You know, I don't have the other the other job to take up my time, but it's still, you know, it's just a it's a normal one job. Right. <laughs> um, but the senioritis did kick in a little bit, you know, and 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 I have to say the the production I was on, the creator knew and, and the line producers knew that I was leaving because I always kept them updated with what was going on. They knew, you know, it wasn't something I dropped on them. They knew from when I got this opportunity and they've been great. They were like some of the best people I've worked with and the most understanding. And they were always like, Hey, you know, do what you got to do. Just let us know. And, you know, and I try to contribute work where I could. Um, <laughs> You're, we're not editing any of these. Belches out of this fucking record. Ah, <laughs> fine. Um, but I did try to help out where I could, you know, and then, uh, but they were great. They were really good. And they even offered like, you know, uh, the creator's like, hey, man, if you need to take the last week off or or a few days off before you go, uh, you know, all good. But it was like I'd still be working at the other job. So I just, you know, I did both until I get an opportunity to actually take full days off. It was a good transition. Sometimes they're not always like that. Right. You know, and then and then let's be honest, there's always that ego thing where you're like, man, are they <laughs> going to be able to do this without me? You know, what's it going to oh, yeah. be like when I leave? I checked in with some people. They're like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> in fact, it's better without you. Um, ah, wait, we're, wait, what? <laughs> we're, we're getting so much shit done. Um, you know, it, it's funny. So I feel like um, I kind of quickly get over that um, during every production for maybe like the first half year. I'm like that. I'm just like, fuck, man, I, I got to answer every email. I got to be in every single meeting and whatever. But soon after that, I I fuck off once. I'm like, wait a minute, that went really good without me. <laughs> I'm just gonna start fucking off all the time. <laughs> really? For me, it's like, you know, if I fuck off, it's like oh, they can do this without me. Fuck that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, They're not I, doing this without me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's weird, I, but no, you're right. It, it does create a level of anxiety, but yeah. still, I, I'm just like, I would rather know that a production can run smoothly without me. 
Uh, Just as long as they know that I'm still relevant and they still need to pay me. Nah, see, I (laughs) I want to believe I'm that one piece, that cog that if it's not working, (laughs) the whole thing's going to shut down. That's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) See, you need me. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Okay, so like then for the most part, though, so when you start a new job. Right. That's that's when a whole new level of stress comes in. So w- what's going on with you right now with that shit? Well, well, it's two different things, right? I, I mean, again, the way I, I've said it is normally if I change jobs, mm-hmm. oh, um, it's either because of a project or because of uh, elevation and position. Now. Yeah. If it's been, you know, in the past, it's been a project like I I was able to work on Rise of the Turtles, uh, Rise of the TMNT. And uh, I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So that was like, oh, sorry, these Trejos are (laughs) coming at me hard. Um, I since that was more of a passion project, you know, I I went over as a director. Right. Um, It was different. It was a different anxiety. Right. Because it was more like. Oh you, man. Yeah, what, you wanted was, to like live up to the Yeah. Like prove you know, yourself, and that was man. and it's like I've kind of done half ass action before. Half ass action. Well, I wasn't like an action guy, right? Like yeah. sometimes in, in this industry animation you're you're known as a certain type of, of artist, you know. Oh, you know, you do preschool or prime time or action or something like that. And I, I've been lucky enough to run the gambit. I've done everything from preschool to prime time to comedy to action uh and so this was like my full-time action and part of it was they brought me on because i was a comedy guy and they wanted to put some comedy in there right um so for me the anxiety was man can i really do action can i direct action can i do this and you know be a good director uh so it was a lot of reference a lot of um how do I put this? A lot of uh, studying the art of action, you know, mm-hmm. watching a lot of, you know, especially like anime, since yeah. anime is a big um, influence on action now. But also, you know, watching some old action movies and just, you know, learning that stuff. So it was something I knew, but just how I just needed to brush up on a different type of something I knew. Well, that's what I was talking about earlier, where it's like you you do have to start again from the ground up. You, well, like you have to learn certain things. Not not in that instance. So that's what I'm getting at. So in that instance, I didn't because I know how to direct and I know what I had to do to direct. Right. Because mm-hmm. for that, it was like, OK, I can do the management part. I can do the supervisor part. And for the most part, I can do the directing part. It's just that one thing I have to concentrate on and, you know, and really kind of attack. Yeah. Which, you know, I I think I I mostly did successfully. Um, I definitely had some really strong borders, you know, and it was just about managing them and figuring that all out. Right. Now, what you're talking about is what I'm doing now because I've been elevated in a position and... That's where it's I'm doing stuff that I'm familiar with, but haven't applied. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where as and I don't want to say from the ground starting up, but let's say I'm on a different elevator. You ever say 
was uh-huh. gonna say, you ever been to Vegas and you have to take you get in an elevator and it goes from like one to fifty. The yeah. floors are one to fifty, and then you have to get off and you go to a different ele- yes. elevator and it's from fifty to ninety nine. Uh huh. I'm now on the fifty to ninety nine. Oh la di da, fancy, yeah. fancy. Hell yeah, I'm a penthouse baby. Oh, can I come? No, no, oh. absolutely not. Well, it's fine. It's it's better down in the boiler room, anyways. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's where it's where so, all the culture is. No. So that's dancing and drinking. (laughs) So like I'm familiar with this stuff, but I'm in I I have been thrust in a role that I've been wanting for a while. Mm -hmm. And now that I have it, I'm familiar with it. But because I haven't been in this role, I have to learn that stuff. So it is like this. I don't want to say anxiety, but this heightened sense of fear. Yeah. You know, it's I mean, so. With people like us, though, especially, again, I don't want to speak for all creatives, but I feel like it's a little bit more heightened in creatives where we, because the work we do is slightly personal, Yeah, it's a... it's from it's a piece of our soul, essentially, and we want to do the best we can because that's uh, sadly a reflection of us, right? Yeah. And so when when it comes to starting a new position, uh, yeah, I, I guess not starting from the ground up. It's not like you're learning how to draw for the first time ever. But right. But for the most part, you start on a new project you have to then get into the mindset of this is the new shit that I got to like adapt to in order to excel and do the best that I can. So when you get into that new job, you're, the anxiety is through the roof because you're just like, I need to make sure that, well, first of all, I don't know all the people here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I still have to, you know, build rapport with everybody yeah. and make sure that, we can start speaking the same language and on the same wavelength so that when you get into it, you can kind of really just start and finally find your groove. So that, that takes a while. I mean, cause you got to do a lot of acrobatics just to get there. Yeah. And I think you used a great word is adapt. Like that's, That's I think the the big thing, the word of the day, adapt, (laughs) adapting, adapting, um, no, but really like adapting. It's like how how can you adapt, you know, and, and you have to be adaptable. And then the other thing, too, is like and not so much now because I've kind of done this before. But I know for animation, at least uh, when you first start out, you're kind of in this. Like you said, you're, it's a personal thing. So whether you're a designer or storyboard artist or, or whatever it is, you it's kind of just you, you know, mm-hmm. you get your assignments, you do your thing. And for the most part, you know, I know a lot of artists are by and large introverts, Yeah, you know, and as you start to move up, you start to realize if you want to be a director, art director, some kind of supervisor, you have to start talking to people and you no. have to start. Yeah, no, you do. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's you do, Dave. I know you don't. No. Um, <laughs> but um that's a thing too, you know. Like I always tell people when they want to become directors, it's it's like across the board. You're it's three different jobs. Yeah, it's, it really is. Being any supervisor, you know, especially in, in our field, it's it's a, it's the artistic part, you know, it's the supervisor part, and it's the manager part. You know, you know, can I mean, so it's I 
you're right. If you ever want to become in the managerial supervisor role, but, but what about like for the artists that are not working on a production, like an animation? What, what about the people that are just working for themselves though? Even that position, I think it is very beneficial to be able to adapt those social skills in order to get even further in your career. Yeah? Well, what are you talking about, though? In the industry or like independence? Independence, I think. Even independence. Like, even, I mean, unless your work is like so out of this world phenomenal that you're Thank just you. like, you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) where you don't like it just speaks for itself you just fucking create a work a piece of work and then you're like you put it out there and money just comes pouring in at you right but for the most part even independent creatives they have to have some level of social skills in order to function in society to keep getting jobs and getting out there especially if you're just starting out yeah, I, I think I think that's something that I'm just speaking from personal experience. When I first started off, that was like something I was just like, ah, fucking want to talk to these people. I don't want to promote my work doing conventions, <laughs> for example. Oh, God, I, I didn't want to talk to anybody because I'm like, I feel so sleazy. I don't I don't want to push my work. This is should, should we should we mention the whole uh, convention we went to? Where I, I went with you to that convention. I think we did that in one did of the we? previous episodes. But oh, yeah, we can do a quick recap. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Dave it- invited me to, uh, <laughs> he had these excess, uh, excess uh, toys, right? And you got a free table at, I think, uh, Anna, an Anaheim Comic Con. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I think they were just, they were looking for artists to fill the booths. And so they hooked me up with like a free booth. And this right. was my first convention I've ever done in my life. <laughs> and so, and I had done a couple and Dave was like, Hey, you know, do you want to come and just help me? And, you know, we get a free pants. And I'm like, Oh fuck. I love conventions. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and we get there and we set it up. And then Dave was just the whole time hiding behind his little pyramid of toys, <laughs> sketching to himself, not even promoting himself. And I had to be the one that was like, hey, come over. You know, <laughs> I think you loosened up towards the end. But yeah. for the most part, you were just like, yeah, I was. And Abe is not exaggerating. I I hated that shit. And I still have a level of uncomfortability with it like i don't like promoting my work i don't like hyping myself up i feel shitty and sleazy about it but i get it i get it same i get it you gotta do it because no i it's the same with me Uh, but for me it's really kind of getting out of that and breaking that but i agree i agree there's i think you use that word correctly like it feels sleazy (laughs) but it doesn't i mean for the yeah for the most part i don't I think, think there's a way to do it that doesn't really come across as just like you. So there's a ba- a fine balance, right, between cockiness and just being a self promoter. Yeah. If you're if you're like straight up arrogant and cocky, you're you're not gonna. Nobody's gonna want to come at you or well, help support you. Well, I see. That's where I would maybe. Okay. Wait. 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 Differ before, because before you go on. Okay. Let me let me switch up my words. Okay. Okay. Desperation. If you look desperate, and that can come across at like in if you're trying to project cockiness and arrogance, 
people will view that as desperation. Okay. And nobody wants anybody who's desperate. So okay, because you okay, so you kind of corrected where I was going because I I also think there is a level of cockiness you need. I think some of the yes. most people that have been successful have been cocky in that sense that you know it's not so much that they're it, it is a bit of arrogance and it is a bit of ego, but that's what keeps them going. That's yeah. the drive. You know, it's my product is good or or this is good and you should read it or look at it. And they've been successful, you know, yeah. in that sense. Um, whether that sustains them, I mean, that's another question. But <laughs> right. um, yeah, you're right with the desperation. And I, I think I, I think I brought this up before in, in a previous episode, but I think about this story that you told me before so many times in my life. It, it, I think about this story of when you were in the Navy with your buddy and you guys went to the clubs. This is way before you were married and shit like that. Uh-huh. And how your buddy, I think he was like a club rat or some shit like that. <laughs> so he's gone to clubs a lot. And uh-huh. you went with him this one time. You're like, come on, let's go. Let's go talk to the people. Let's go talk to people. Let's go dancing. And your buddy was just like, no, 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 man. Let's just chill. Let's sit back. Let's you and I, let's have a good time. Let's have some drinks. Let's chat. Let's let's just be cool. And then people will come to us. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened because people were like, you didn't project that neediness, that desperation of like, oh, girls. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you guys were just having a good time on your own because you were there to fulfill your own needs and your own desires to have fun on your own. And people are attracted to that. People yeah. want to see that shit. And they're like, hey, wait, what are these guys doing? Uh, hey, what are you guys up to? That motherfucker <laughs> is one of my closest friends. Um, yeah. And and that's that's a story I, I, I do always say something because it was. Um, I just wasn't versed in that. I was, you know, just kind of a doofy kid and comic books and this and stuff. And uh, yeah, we were we were at somewhere we were at a bar actually, and and uh, <laughs> we were sitting there, and I'm like, come on, come on, how come we're not going out there, and how come we're not let's go into this? And he goes, hey, hey, man, listen, get your beer, <laughs> and he had a beer and a cigarette. Just man, drink your beer, just have a smoke, and remember, always, always be cool. And I remember <laughs> I'm taking a puff of the cigarette, and I was like, what the fuck. And then he was like, don't worry, man. We just chill. We have a good time. Like you said, they'll come to us. And yeah, he was right. Like, eventually people were like, you know, we were like, all right. So we just started chatting and a person would come over. Hey, what's up, babe? What's up? You know, so-and-so. And they'd come sit. We'd start chatting with them. And then they see we start laughing and then some more people come over. And then we had the group. We had a group of people coming over. We're having a great time. And from that time on it's kind of been a life lesson where it's just like yeah you don't have to be desperate you don't have to be needy you know no just be cool man just be cool just be cool always you know (laughs) have a beer and a cigarette and no we don't (laughs) but that 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 does translate through the creative work as well because it's not just about being in the club or a social setting it's about look especially with self-promoting just do your own thing and be cool. Yeah. Do it. Do it because you want to do it and have do it because it makes you happy. Do it because it makes you laugh. Do it because you love it. 
Yeah. You you have that passion and that drive because it's just it's all for you anyways. People are going to start following and people are going to start wanting to be a part of that because hey, who are these guys? Or what what's this artist doing that that they're having so much fun on their own? Well, I want to be yeah. a part of that shit too. People want to be part of something that's fun. Yeah, so um, just be cool. Just be cool. Um it, it, kind of bringing it back to to uh what I'm doing now and, 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 you know, starting this new job, it's, uh, it is partly that it, it is partly being cool and keeping a level head, you know, but at the same time, I think on the outside, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's being cool. All right. I got to do these things. I know what I have to do. I got to pull it off and whatever I'm not sure about, I have to learn, yeah. you know, I have to figure it out. Um, but I think that's part of, at least for me. And I think for you too, Starting a new job is, to me, exhilarating. I kind Mm -hmm. of, I totally dig it because it's one of those things, it's a rush for me because I'm like, oh man, I, and this might come from a previous thing, the way, the way I've kind of been um, introduced to this, to the industry, which I'll get to in a second, but it's always been about like, all right, this is, I always give myself that mentality of this is do or die. You cannot afford to fuck up. Yeah. You have to make this happen. You have to yeah. make this work. So that's the drive behind, you know, I, I don't mind starting new jobs because I'm like, man, I, I got to do this. If I don't do this, everything fails. You know, that's it. The world time stops. The universe collapses. You know, we're done. Um, That's exactly what happens. Yeah. And that's only happened twice. In my, no. Um, <laughs> Only it ha- twice? <laughs> Only twice. Um, and I've had happen. I've had had it. I, 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 I have had that happen where it hasn't exactly worked out for me, but mm-hmm. in the long run it has. Right. You know? And so now it's like, yeah, it's this new job is just, and I don't want to say it's an, it's an anxiety. It's just a motivation. now. It's a drive that I have to make yeah. this work. And I think that comes from, being in the Navy, so I was in the Navy six years, right? And I had it secured, and it was one of those things where, like you said, they they wanted to keep me in. They were throwing everything at me. Hey, you want to do this, blah, blah, blah. You know, we don't want you to leave the Navy. Stay in. And I'm like, absolutely not. I'm done. I <laughs> I came to do what I needed to do. I want to go. I want to, you know, my wife was a big supporter of me um, and my art career, and I got accepted, right? And then when I got to art school, I developed this mentality because I was, God, how old was I? 25, 26. So I wasn't 25. I wasn't a college kid. I wasn't out of high school. Yeah. I've had some life experience and some, you know, pretty being in the Navy and traveling around the world. I had some pretty good life experience. So at that point, for me, it was like, once I got to art school, I was like, holy crap, what am I doing? I am in art school. I had a secure job. I was getting paid. I had, you know, through the military, I could have had housing. I would always had food and I always would have had a paycheck. And for some reason, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go draw and give that all <laughs> give that all up, right? Yeah. Um, but my wife supported me. And so I went to art school. And a lot of the guys in there, there were a few guys that weren't, but for the majority, there were young guys out of high school, straight out of high school. And they were, this was their college experience, right? And so they were like, I'm here to have fun. 
Yeah. I just want to draw big boobs and Spider-Man and Batman. With big boobs. With big boobs. And I was like, I, this is, oh, excuse me. This is it for me. I, it's, I don't have It's high stakes. You, you can't afford yeah. to fuck around. You can't exactly. afford to just like, I do don't, whatever. Yeah. I don't have any other option than this. This mm-hmm. has to work for me. And I think because of that mentality and that drive, it worked out for me. So ever since that, that's kind of the approach I've been taking. So even now, I still feel it. Oh, yeah. I'm starting this new job. It's an elevated position. I don't have any choice. I have to make this work. Yeah. This has to work out for me because I don't want to fall back, you know? Same. I, I you, you say that you don't think it's anxiety. For me, definitely, I, anything to deal with work or my career, I... I get the worst level of anxiety. I, I live with, so my wife has like severe crippling social anxiety. She's been mm-hmm. working through this for ages, all her life now. And, you know, it's not really anything that I understand because I don't live with that social anxiety. I, of course, we all have anxieties for things, but I've never dealt with the level of anxiety that she's had to deal with, except for when it comes to work. Mm-hmm. When it comes to work, like it go, going back to like um, our need for perfectionism or the need to prove ourselves or rise up to the occasion, that's the same thing for me. I, I may, might not have had the same experience as you going into the Navy, but for the most part, me choosing the path of art. And I think we kind of briefly touched on this in a past episode where my parents really didn't fully support my art path. Uh-huh. So when I when they did allow me to go to school for art, I, it was like, I can't I can't fuck this up. I begged them to let me pursue art right and and, and this career path and this life path. And if I fuck this up and, and I, I, I'm not saying this is healthy, but like I felt like that was going to be like, this is it. If I can't make this work, then I'm going to be shunned <laughs> from yeah. my family. I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna have to live a life of misery of just doing bullshit work that I don't want to be doing, and so it really did make create high stakes for me, just yeah. like how for you. It, well, it seems like it's the same headspace, just different motivations, you know. Because yeah. for me, it wasn't like my parent, my mom. I mean was always supportive of my art career. Like she was always like, Hey, you know, that's awesome. Um, it was more about giving up the Navy, giving up something secure, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I had a wife and a kid at that time. And it's like, I have to provide, I have to do yeah. something, you know, and, and, uh, you know, thank God I had a wife that super supported me in this and, and believed in me. And that's, you know, what, what was it too? But yeah, I, I think it's that same headspace, just different motivations, you know, just different um, forces, driving forces, I guess. Yeah. You but I, I think at the same time, though, I mean, that's kind of something that speaks to something compared. I mean, like I, I had a lot of uh, friends in college that well, I, I wouldn't call them friends. People that I went to college with, they like. No, you know what? On second thought, I wouldn't call them friends. But, but for the most part, like the kids you went to school with, where Mm -hmm. they were straight out of high school, and they're like, "I'm here to party." Yeah, it's it's like it's. I feel like the people that really get further in their careers, 
they really and everybody's at different life stages and it might not all happen at the same time sure so like but that's okay but i feel like sometimes when you're put in a position of well it's all or nothing you do that thing to make it work you do everything you can to make it work and if it doesn't work that's unfortunate but that doesn't mean you should give up as either so like as long as you can keep pushing forward you'll find out a reason why but but let's also too that it's probably not the healthiest way to think either oh you know what i mean i'm not saying this is healthy (laughs) at all i mean i live every day with horrible (laughs) just stress because of this yeah i mean i've tried to to not do that so much and i think i've kind of done a good job of it but you know, uh, which kind of brings up another thing because of that, um, it being in a position, this elevated position where I'm going to, you know, be, you know, kind of a, in a higher supervisor position. I'm trying to think more in that way. Mm-hmm. We're taking some stress. We're not trying to take everything on on to me and and delegate and really kind of trust who works with me, you know. Yeah. And so that's and again, that's. <laughs> As much as I'm trying to do that, that raises a, a different level of stress. You know, <laughs> <laughs> by trying to de-stress, it's it's making me stress out in other right. aspects. You know, um, but that's part of it. You know, it's again, it's all about. Uh, I again, I, I go back to the word you used is that adaptation is how adaptable can I be and 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 where do I need to stress and where does that motivate me and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I mean. You know, it's crazy. It's uh, for me, though, it's good. It's good. Well, good. I'm 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 glad that you're adapting to your new position. And congratulations, by the way, on this new position. This is thank you. Very, very well deserved. Um, Yeah, it is. I'm sure it's (laughs) going to fail miserably. You son of a bitch. Because of you (laughs) and your damn ego. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I wish you the best and congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. And I'll just be hanging back where I've been for the past five years. Yeah. With more pay though. With more pay. But yeah, I'm not That's complaining. Good. I'm I'm actually quite happy with, with how things ended up. Uh so hopefully hopefully we'll we'll see what happens. We'll Rebuild. see what happens. But but I mean bring it back to the audience. I mean, let's see. Let, We'd love to hear from from you guys, too. How do you guys deal with the transitions of starting and ending new positions, Uh, whether that's gig-based, full-time, or if you're making a full... I've recently talked to a few uh, friends of mine who made full transitions out of an existing career path into finally just moving full-time into an art artistic field. I've... I've actually I've known a couple of people that have done the opposite that have really? actually transitioned out of the art field. Yeah, and recently through this pandemic and stuff, which oh, is man. really weird to me, but um they're happy, you know. Yeah. They're they're well, well at least they, that's what they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well we would love to hear from you guys because that's that's something that has always, you know, I about you guys you know (laughs) (laughs) you know you know how how you could tell that that's true that dave worries about you is because the tone that he said that in hit went up a whole fucking octave you know (laughs) i worry worry about you guys like he he put on a thong all of a sudden it's it's up in there it's (laughs) 
<laughs> so, but no, I mean, I, I'm curious about it. I want to see how how those transitions have been. Uh, whether, yeah, you've made the transition into an, a full time art field or out of one that that's that's always been fascinating to me. And I want I want to know how you guys made that transition and how you feel about it, what your goals are, and essentially. I'll even add on top of that. What about knowing what are your fears? Like, let's say you haven't transitioned. Let's say you're thinking about it. What are your fears in transitioning? You know, what are you most scared of? You know, because that's a huge thing, too. It's like, you know, I know you and I, geez, I think more with me, but no, maybe evenly. But how many times have you and I, you know, we worked together before and and both of us has had different career paths and Mm -hmm. you know when i left nickelodeon we were both working on a project and i was like dude i'm going on to this thing you know and it was like it was scary you know yeah and i I said that you'll never make it in this industry he did (laughs) he did say that to me and uh you know that was a good motivation for me because i was like you know what (laughs) fuck you dave you don't know me And now look at you. Now, so I'll take the credit for that. Now look at me. Now we see whose name comes first in Art Funk Creatives. That's right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, send us send us in your emails. Uh, let us know what you guys have to deal with and or are thinking about dealing with. Yeah, please. Um. All right. Again, Um. you know, apologies. Uh, I know we're a little late, but again, life. You know, Life. we it, will. It happens. It happens. Hopefully, we'll settle in. We'll we'll come back stronger than ever. Um, if not, then well, you know, just deal with it. Like I don't know. And 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 keep those emails coming in. We we love all you guys's uh, emails and uh, DMs. And we do have a few. Like we ha- we do have several uh, uh, interesting topics that we will bring up soon whether that is in full episodes or bonus banters, but uh, stay tuned and thank you for <laughs> being patient with us as we figure our own fucking lives out. But this has been fun. I, I am out of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. I, I finished my Trejo <laughs> and uh, you know, I think I'm on the decline. So I feel probably... better now. I was, <laughs> I was, I was, um, <laughs> I was fucking raging before this episode because of just, everything my my i have a i have a light that lights up my um my toy case behind me and i came in here and i was just like i'm gonna fucking turn this light on and it's gonna call me down a little bit so i'm not so angry right now and then the light burnt out (laughs) 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 i was like this is bullshit which is which is a pretty much summarizes dave's life pretty much (laughs) (laughs) anyways thanks for listening uh you know we'll be back hopefully sooner than and then later and uh yes and keep listening and don't forget to share and do the things that you do where people listen just just listen to our our recording that that will tack on the end here (laughs) yeah because we're lazy now so hey anyways thanks a lot for listening everybody we love you we appreciate you And don't forget to stay funky. And always, always be cool. Smoke your ciggy. Nah, don't do it. See, why you gotta ruin it? I I like to ruin things. Is that's my thing. That's (laughs) 
<laughs> That's my thing. I like to ruin things. <laughs> That's my anxiety talking. <laughs> All right. As always, remember to rate, review, and leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and download from wherever you get your podcasts. And please follow us on Instagram at ArtFunCreatives. You can also follow us on Facebook at ArtFunCreatives, and you can send all questions and comments to ArtFunCreatives at gmail.com. And you can follow me, Abe, at OddlyAbe on Instagram. And you can follow me, Dave, on Instagram at TheUltraChung. Thanks a lot for listening. <laughs>